Section 5D. Mobilization. 5.13. National Security Strategy. The National Security Strategy is prepared by the U.S. President for Congress, outlining the country's major national security concerns and how the administration plans to address them using all instruments of national power, diplomatic, informational, economic, and military. National Defense Strategy. The National Defense Strategy describes how the Department of Defense will support the objectives in the National Security Strategy and provides a framework for other Department of Defense guidance, specifically on deliberate planning, force development, and intelligence. National Military Strategy The National Military Strategy provides a framework and advice to the Secretary of Defense on how the armed forces will support and implement the National Security Strategy and the National Defense Strategy. It also defines national-level military objectives, ends, how to accomplish these objectives, ways, and addresses the military capabilities required to execute the strategy, means. Air Force War and Mobilization Plan The Air Force War and Mobilization Plan is the Air Force's five-volume document supporting the Joint Strategic Capabilities Plan and providing the air staff, planners, and commanders with current policies, planning factors, and apportioned forces for conducting and supporting operations. The plan provides the basis for component-level planning in support of combatant commanders' theater and functional campaign plans, specifying strategies for steady-state ongoing operations in support of national guidance. The plan also supports deliberate planning for specific contingency operations, which are generally specific branches or sequels of combatant commanders' campaign plans which may be developed into detailed on-the-shelf concept plans or operation plans. Global Force Management Global Force Management is the process the Secretary of Defense and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff use to assign forces to combatant commanders for mission accomplishment and to allocate additional forces to combatant commanders in the event of contingency operations and apportion forces for combatant commander planning in the event contingency operations escalate. Global Force Management also provides senior decision-makers a process to quickly and accurately assess the impact and risk of proposed changes in force assignment, apportionment, and allocation. Unified Command Plan The Unified Command Plan establishes combatant command missions and responsibilities, addresses assignment of forces, delineates geographic areas of responsibility for geographic combatant commanders, and specifies responsibilities for functional combatant commanders. 5.14. Air Expeditionary Force. The Air Expeditionary Force, AEF, is structured and executed based on three principles. The three principles are transparency, predictability, and equitability. The when, why, and how regarding the AEF process should be visible and understandable to every airman. Every Air Force member is responsible for knowing and understanding the AEF structure how to deploy, and our goals for the future. The AEF concept was developed to allow the regular Air Force, Reserve, and Air National Guard to serve as a combined force. A combined force is defined as temporary in nature, organized to meet a specific mission or national commitment, and activated and inactivated as necessary. Note, the AEF is a vehicle for managing and scheduling Air Force forces for expeditionary purposes. It is not a warfighting organization. The Air Expeditionary Task Force, AETF, 
is normally the warfighting organization attached to the Joint Force Command. Adaptive Planning and Execution System The Adaptive Planning and Execution System facilitates iterative dialogue and collaborative planning between the multiple echelons of command to ensure that the military instrument of national power is employed in accordance with national priorities and that the plan is continuously reviewed and updated as required and adapted according to changes in strategic guidance, resources, or the operational environment. The Adaptive Planning and Execution System formally integrates the planning activities of the Joint Planning and Execution Community and facilitates the seamless transition from planning to execution during times of crisis, including monitoring, designing, planning, executing, and assessing mobilization, deployment, employment, sustainment, redeployment, and demobilization activities associated with joint operations. Air Expeditionary Force Schedule The AEF schedule operates on two 12-month life cycles that align with the global force management cycle and coincide with fiscal years. Prior to the beginning of every cycle, Air Force Specialty Functional Area Managers will revalidate the deployment to dwell period of their respective capability areas and realign forces if necessary. The Air Force goal is that functional areas align to the least strenuous deployment to dwell baseline to minimize risk to the force. Every 12 months, a new 24-month schedule will be established. Air Expeditionary Force Teaming Construct The Air Force has transitioned to the AEF Teaming Construct. This construct provides a better teaming concept through larger groupings of unit type codes from fewer units and bases to allow airmen to deploy with their supervisors and members of their unit and base. This allows for shared common experiences throughout the deployment process. Force Generation Construct The AEF Force Generation Construct establishes a standardized battle rhythm to ensure operational forces are organized, trained, equipped, and ready to respond to combatant commander requests for forces. By aligning forces into bands and utilizing the teaming concept, our Air Force is able to determine who goes first, define our battle rhythm, and provide a logically organized structure during surge periods. Using a rotational capacity construct, deployed units undergo a period of dwell, time spent at home station, before entering another deployment, mobilization vulnerability period. 5.15 Expeditionary Force Capabilities through the AEF process, the Air Force supports global combatant commander requirements through a combination of assigned, attached, rotational, and mobility forces that may be forward deployed, transient, or operating from home station. The AEF structure consists of four major elements, readily available force, enabler force, in-place support, and institutional force, readily available force. The readily available force is the primary pool from which the Air Force fulfills global force management allocation plan requirements. To meet these requirements, the Air Force aligns its warfighting capabilities, forces from combat, combat support, and combat service support organizations based on requirements relative to assigned rotational capabilities for each vulnerability period. In-place support. There are two types of in-place support. Forces that almost exclusively employ in direct support of a combatant commander mission, and those that represent the minimum number of requirements to support critical home station operations. In place support forces are also included in the AEF construct. Demand Force Team Demand Force Teams include user assets with a unique set of mission capabilities, 
such as global mobility forces, special operations forces, personnel recovery forces, space forces, and other uniquely categorized forces that provide support to authorized organizations within and outside the Department of Defense. Most high-demand, low-supply assets like these are postured as demand force teams and will rotate as operational requirements dictate. Due to their unique nature, they cannot be easily aligned with AEF battle rhythm. However, every effort must be made to develop a sustainable plan by Headquarters Air Force and Major Command Functional Area Managers as a part of the Enabler Nomination Request Package. Institutional Force the institutional force consists of those forces assigned to organizations responsible for functions at the Air Force level. Organize, train, equip, recruit, supply, as directed by the Secretary of the Air Force. Examples of these forces include military training instructors, technical school instructors, and personnel assigned to Headquarters Air Force and Major Commands. Although these organizations do not represent a warfighting capability, the individuals assigned to these organizations are deployable. 5.16 Posturing and Unit Type Codes All Air Force personnel contribute to the AEF and are inherently deployable or employable in place. The basic building block used in force planning and the deployment of forces is the Unit Type Code. A unit type code is a five-character alphanumeric designator designed to identify each type of unit in the U.S. Armed Forces and its force capability with personnel and equipment requirements. The assignment of a unit type code categorizes each type of organization into a class or kind of unit having common distinguishing characteristics. Posturing codes are used to indicate the number of unit type codes required for assigned, committed missions, critical home station requirements, and the number of unit type codes available to be simultaneously tasked for deployment. Not all unit type codes will be postured. Those organizations identified as combat, combat support, or combat service support, warfighting organizations, will posture unit type codes. Institutional organizations identified as other will not posture unit type codes. Posturing unit type codes is based on an organization's funded military authorizations as shown in the Unit Manpower document. Units may be tasked to support a unit type code they have not postured as long as the unit can meet the mission capability statement. AEFs can be postured as forces ready to deploy to support combatant commander worldwide requirements, home station requirements, or reach back support to combatant commanders. This provides balanced warfighting capabilities across the construct to support combatant commander requirements. With unit chain of command involvement and AEF cell oversight, major command functional area managers must determine which unit type codes to posture based on operational need, organizational specifics, and posturing codes within their functional area. Air Expeditionary Force Indicators all airmen will be given an AEF indicator within 15 days of the date they arrive on station for an assignment. For individuals assigned to readily available forces, their indicator will correspond to the same period as the unit's unit type codes. For individuals assigned to the institutional force, the indicator will correspond to a vulnerability period determined by the airman's commander or equivalent. Except in cases of reaching forward, Individuals will deploy during their associated vulnerability period. Other than receiving a permanent change of station or permanent change of assignment, changing an individual's indicator will be done only under extenuating circumstances. 5.17 Base Level Deployment Support and Functions 
force presence. While all Air Force personnel contribute to the AEF, the Air Force Personnel Center, or other designated force manager, supports AEF operations by identifying the most ready forces and available forces as part of a unit type codes or as individuals to meet the stated requirement. Designed Operational Capability Statement The Designed Operational Capability Statement is a document prepared by a parent major command that consolidates reporting criteria and information based on authoritative data sources, requirements, and functional manager inputs. It ensures standards of reporting and assists units and commanders with gathering and reporting readiness data. Mission Capability Statement The Mission Capability Statement is a short description of the mission capabilities that higher headquarters planners expect of a specific unit type code. The statement usually contains pertinent information, such as the type of base where commanders will deploy the unit, the unit's functional activities, and other augmentation requirements necessary to conduct specific missions. Time-phased force and deployment data. Time-phased force and deployment data provide a prioritized list of what unit type codes deploy in support of a particular plan and catalog combatant commander requirements, as well as route forces and established transportation requirements. Time-phased force and deployment data must be prioritized due to all services competing for the movement of assets. Installation Deployment Readiness Cell The Installation Deployment Readiness Cell is a centralized function aligned under the Logistics Readiness Squadron Commander and is responsible for identifying, validating, and distributing deployment taskings and information. The cell is the day-to-day -day focal point for all deployment and execution operations. The permanent staff consists of the Installation Deployment Officer, the Logistics Readiness Squadron Logistics Plans and Integration Officer, and the Force Support Squadron Personnel Readiness Flight. Installation Deployment Officer. The Installation Deployment Officer, military or federal civilian, is a fully qualified logistics readiness officer who acts on behalf of the host installation wing commander in directing, controlling, coordinating, and executing the deployment of in-place, home station, and aggregated contingency forces and installation deployment exercises to include tenant units. Installation Personnel Readiness Installation Personnel Readiness is an office in the Force Support Squadron that is responsible for providing installation-wide personnel deployment planning and execution and personnel support in matters pertaining to deployment availability information, personnel accountability, and duty status reporting for contingency, exercise, and deployments. Unit Deployment Manager the Unit Deployment Manager is appointed by the Unit Commander to manage all deployment readiness and training aspects for deployable personnel and equipment within their unit to ensure they are deployment ready. Unit Deployment Managers support redeployed personnel and serve as the primary liaison to the Unit Training Manager, Flight Squadron Leadership, Wing Training Functions regarding deployment-related issues, and Installation Deployment Readiness Cell. Commander's Toolkit the Commander's Toolkit is a non-secure internet protocol router net-based system that provides information on deployment readiness, including individual medical readiness data at the unit level for commanders via the Commander's Toolkit tab on every page of AEF Online. This tool was specifically built for base-level commanders, unit deployment managers, and other key staff to monitor and manage the deployment status of their units and email unit members with outstanding requirements directly from the tool. Personal Deployment Preparedness Tool The Personal Deployment Preparedness Tool provides personalized information at the individual level for all uniformed airmen. The information provided includes Members' duty status, 
security clearance, AEF indicator, and medical requirements. Training information in the system includes total force awareness training, basic airman readiness, and expeditionary skills proficiency pre-deployment training requirements extracted from the Advanced Distributed Learning System, Air Expeditionary Force Unit Type Code Reporting Tool. The AEF Unit Type Code Reporting Tool is the only assessment system that reports at the Unit Type Code level and is the primary system used to source Unit Type Codes for taskings and contingencies. The reporting tool highlights missing resources and quantifies missing requirements for additional justification when submitting budgets. Commanders are responsible for ensuring information is accurate and up-to-date for two types of unit type code assessments, the readiness assessments and the tasking assessments. Community Action Information Board and Integrated Delivery System The Community Action Information Board and Integrated Delivery System help agencies complete specified activities to support redeployed regular Air Force, National Guard, Reserve, military and civilian personnel, their family members, and units during the AEF cycle.